0: better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why. Why? Santa Claus is coming, is coming, is coming, is coming.
1: this is about to be a whole experience
0: oh you damn right this is uh ladies and gentlemen welcome to the haunted heart podcast on the road. On the road. On the road. Straight to hell. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, well, kind of. I remember
1: mean... last week when we sounded all clean and clear and crisp? I well, mean, well, at least I did. Because <laughs> Kitty you did. didn't sit close enough. I to didn't his think mic. it was
0: that bad. Actually, I listened in. It. I listened in the car. I sounded. I thought I sounded okay. But I mean, it was
1: all right. There was a bit of a levels difference. We're still tweaking it. But uh, remember how we sounded all clean and crisp last week? Yeah and this week we uh don't
0: i mean maybe i don't know we're back on that ass either way i mean <laughs> the way i see it is 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 uh listen this is our fourth episode <laughs> in a row no oh. so, <laughs> i was
1: like no it's like 80 something <laughs>
0: yeah like 80 something uh no this is our fourth episode in a row this month we are on a roll we are on a roll like like cinema back
1: the band's back together the band
0: Yes, it is.
1: We never fell apart, but we well, we fell apart. (laughs) No, girls, but but we fell apart together. We did, and now we're back together. Talking to you through our old mics, which are now our on-the-road mics, our travel mics, our travel mics because we're traveling for the holidays. Uh huh. So we are here uh, in this
0: floor. Would you like to tell them where
1: we're at right now? We're set up. No, (laughs) no, because I don't want them to come here. Um, I love you. But don't come here because I don't have enough, I'm not making enough Christmas dinner for that. (laughs) Love you with all my heart.
0: Yeah, no, uh, no, we're we're back on the floor, though.
1: Yeah, we're recording on on, literally on top of cardboard boxes on the floor. So just so you can catch the vibe, that's where we are.
0: What podcast do you know that records on top of cardboard boxes?
1: Christmas special. They're, they they <laughs> record their Christmas special Christmas on top of cardboard box.
0: Special, yes, it is.
1: It's fine. It's fine. That's oh, our motto. We were we were gonna introduce ourselves though, and we always forget oh, that. Yeah, I yeah. know.
0: We always do forget that. So well, if you if
1: you're new and you don't know who the fuck we are, and we just went on that whole tangent about cardboard boxes being on the floor, we don't usually record on the floor anymore because we have a table now. <laughs> uh, it's exciting. We'll be back on it next week um, on our table. That is. But uh, but thanks for hanging in if you're new and, and you just got hit with all of that. It's a lot of baggage, but then again, um, I come with a lot of baggage. So, I'm Katie.
0: And I'm Kenny.
1: And we are the Haunted Heart.
0: The Haunted Heart Podcast. We are here for all of your spooky needs. We fill you up with the occult Ooh. and... And <laughs> what? No, we no, we do, we do. Mm. We fill those ear holes, and Ugh. they know it. Ugh. They know it. We fill those ear holes with all of their true crime needs and spooky needs, occult needs, yeah. cryptid needs, shit.
1: And tonight we're here to spook up Christmas.
0: Yes, we are because oh, it is Christmas, isn't it?
1: It is.
0: Merry Christmas Merry to Christmas you all.
1: To all you ho-ho-ho's out there from from one of your own truly
0: yeah so welcome to our christmas special everyone and we also have uh a very special invocation for you this evening and no i'm not talking about krampus
1: he hasn't joined the patreon yet he hasn't krampus is not giving us that coin and i just don't know how we take our relationship to the next level in this way, he's just not here for us in the way that I need him to be. No, so not at still, all. we're still, working, we're, what? we're working. The, what? We still working. What? We're still
0: working. we that working. must that sangria
1: from earlier. No, we're still working <laughs> on that one. But until then, we have a super special Christmas invocation to do for you this evening.
0: Tonight.
1: Tonight. So we're sending... All sorts of – tonight's uh, good vibes and uh, good intentions are sent with a side of Christmas cheer mm-hmm. for you. Yes, it Maybe is. a little fruitcake. cake.
0: little fruitcake, you know. I, I feel like I'm the, probably one of the few people on the earth that actually enjoys earth, uh, fruitcake.
1: I've only had one piece of it, like one bite of it when I was like a kid. And I didn't care for it when I was a kid, but I mean like what kid? Is into that, but I I would me. Do you liked it as a kid?
0: Oh yeah, I've always loved fruitcake.
1: I think the fruitcake that I had was like. I mean, I think the fruitcake I had was soaked in brandy, though. Is the problem? So I think it was just like mostly (laughs) alcohol. Is that your problem now? Yeah. (laughs) No. Uh, I would try it again. I actually don't have a mental like, like, um, not mental image, but I don't have like a like an idea of what fruitcake actually tastes like.
0: Mm. Is the thing.
1: It's so I, a lot going on. I would, I would try it again. I would give it a shot. Well, I'm ready to love again.
0: All right. Well, <laughs> and we're here to send love to Avery T, who has decided to become uh, on this Christmas a member of our cannibal cult. So Avery, thank you so much for your contribution, and we will light a candle uh for you that is lit with intentions of health wealth goodwill happiness and all of the good vibes sent your way how what is it that you say katie uh miss me with the good shit no 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 no, no. No. very
1: important no uh you do that miss me with that bullshit hit me with them good vibes yeah how about that Hit, hit me with the good times miss me with that bullshit
0: all right and there you go Oh, okay. <laughs> Avery's candle's a little loud, but that's <laughs> fine. Um,
1: Doing a little bit of hissing. A little bit but of hissing, a little just, bit of spitting, that's just you know? some extra, extra good vibe. Oh,
0: yeah, definitely.
1: Just excited.
0: Um, thank you again, uh, like I said, for your contribution uh, to our Patreon. Uh, we hope you enjoy all of that extra special bonus content on there for you. We've got... Uh, spooky smut readings we've got scary stories we've got special exclusive patreon episodes all of that good good uh for you uh on the patreon so and remember your candle will be lit uh, throughout the episode but forever and always in our dark dark little hearts
1: and if you need the url for the patreon if you are interested in checking it out it's patreon.com slash the haunted heart the haunted heart
0: <laughs> All right, Katie. So, what are we talking about <laughs> I'm glad about that you today? laughed at
1: yourself I did. to encourage yourself.
0: That's how you got to do it.
1: Yeah, man, you got to carry man. yourself when nobody else is going to carry you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's why I'm so glad I have you to carry me most of the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, if you may remember from last year, we kind of went into uh, Christmas demons. We traveled around the world. We sure
1: did. We sure did talk about six or seven different fucking Christmas (laughs) demons that could have had their own fucking episode. I shouldn't say demons. Um, Christmas entities. Yeah. Or holiday-related creatures that could have been their own Christmas specials. (laughs) It could have been six years worth of Christmas specials. But instead... We just decided to give them to you all at once. Probably <laughs> because we didn't fucking expect to make it to another Christmas special. I mean,
0: let's be real. On the real, real, like, mm, mm, probably didn't. Yeah, We just, no. It wasn't going to happen. So we just said, you know, we got to give it to them now because we don't know if they're going to get it later.
1: Yeah, exactly. Seize the day. Carpe diem. <laughs> give, it, give it all out. And so we did. And so then when we decided to, well, when we sat down and we were doing our planning for this holiday season we were like hmm what are we going to do for the christmas episode <laughs> girl <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, it turns out that well. that like that that um that that handicap if you will turned into sort of a as often happens turned into a spark of creativity and we decided to go a totally different direction i mean
0: really different
1: and do something that we have wanted to for a while um cover a topic that we well cover sort of venture into a a sort of realm of topics that we've wanted to kind of like dip our toe into for a while and that is fetish
0: fetish oh (laughs) (laughs) excellent great smooth
1: yeah, so we're going to talk about, we're going to give you a little huh this week, and we're going to talk about some uh, fetishes specifically related to the Christmas season. So it's going to get a little weird, it's going to get super kinky, and we hope that you guys enjoy this sort of romp through maybe a different side of the holiday season that you maybe haven't considered, or maybe that you have considered. Mm-hmm. And are super into it. In which case, we want to fucking hear from you. And a different side
0: of us, really. It's like this is a topic that we really like. We touch on it occasionally in a few, uh, you know, different like episodes and different things that we discuss. But you know, this isn't typically a topic that we would that we have like kind of went in on. I should say. Yeah.
1: True. Yeah. So
0: I've been. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm really excited for what's about to come out of this episode. <laughs> you probably should be
1: a little more scared, but <laughs> it'll be good maybe. All right, so do you want to kind of give us an introduction of Oh, was I
0: supposed to research? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Fuck. You can kind well, of give us an introduction of like
1: well, w- fetish culture. Well, tell me
0: how does one research for a fetish topic?
1: Ah. Uh, <laughs> well, there's a lot that can be done actually.
0: Oh, God. If you could only see my browser history after uh, <laughs> one, um, editing the special intro for this episode, and <laughs> two, for researching. A um, little concerned that. Uh,
1: oh, Google, everything's normal on my side. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay. She's, oh, it's just her. She's online again. Oh, <laughs> got oh, it. <laughs>
0: oh, it's just Katie. Okay. Good cool. to
1: know she's still around.
0: Yeah. So, the dictionary defines the word fetish as a form of sexual desire in which gratification is linked to a, quote, abnormal degree to a particular object, item of clothing, part of the body, bodily fluid, etc., etc. Now, obviously, uh fetishism is a spectrum with all kinds of things uh, on there that range from fairly mild to extreme and uh, you know even unfortunately illegal in some uh, in some areas but for today's show we're gonna focus primarily on that part in between mild and extreme I'm uh, assuming (laughs) but uh, it's interesting to talk about what the defining line is between those degrees and how we Develop them, and I say we because I think it's appropriate to say that we all have things that you know we're into. Uh, But rarely do we just wake up one day and you know have a foot fetish. At least I—I mean, maybe you do, but I don't think that's necessarily the case.
1: Um, I think that there are things that are there that sort of may guide you towards your fetish. Um, but then there are also things that you just kind of discover. Due to Mm -hmm. like experiences like you may have like never thought about um, you may have never thought about rope play. And then all of a sudden you have an experience where something sort of simulates that and it like sparks something in your brain that's like, oh, this is interesting. Like, let's let's bookmark this. Come back to this later. Maybe explore this a little bit. And then it kind of so you can discover things, but usually it's connected to it's igniting something that's already there, maybe presenting in a different form. Mm hmm. Um, yeah.
0: Well, so there are some that argue uh, that mental illness is a factor in our development of fetishes, which I take issue with because I think that attempts to sort of cast a negative shadow on um certain, like, sexual desires that I don't think are deserving of that.
1: Well, yeah, because the thing is, like, if part of the definition is fetish as being um, an abnormal attraction or an attraction to something... That is abnormal. Like, who is defining what's normal, right? Right. Like, right, right, right. if you're looking at most of the population, I think that probably a whole lot more people have foot fetishes than you think. Oh, definitely. And probably totally. a lot more people are into like really weird, funky things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our our inbox. <laughs> um, but but uh, I mean, I think more people are into things that would be considered abnormal. It's just that like they haven't. Um, because that hasn't been disclosed, those things are still considered abnormal. When in reality, like, you know, there's a lot of people who are, are sort of into BDSM, light BDSM, let's yeah. say. Um, now, light BDSM and, like, the depths of the BDSM community are two totally different things. But I think that, you know, that's something that would have been considered abnormal. Um, or even still, there are certain groups that consider certain elements of BDSM to be, like abuse or something like that. Um yeah. when it couldn't be any further from that. But they would consider that abnormal when in in actuality I think probably most people are kinda sorta into that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm generalizing. Yeah. But yeah. but the the point there is who defines what's normal and who defines what's abnormal?
0: Yeah. Usually um the patriarchy. Anyway. The patriarchy. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, um speaking of the patriarchy uh no dr richard kruger which i think is a fabulous name for a doctor dr, in, dr. dr. kruger it. yes dr kruger he just comes
1: in in his like white doctors coat with his fucking like knife finger talk, about, talk <laughs> about a fetish huh? i hope he's not a gyno <laughs> shit we're in trouble <laughs> we are in trouble toto
0: yeah we are um, so Dr. Richard Krueger, um, who is an associate professor of psychiatry at Columbia University Medical Center, says that people who practice fetishism or partake in alternative erotic lifestyles uh, may be suffering from mental, il- mental illness or some sort of trauma, but that it is not a predictor. And he's quoted as saying, um, with all of the paraphilic disorders or matters of sexual interest that don't involve typical sexual objects or behaviors, we can question how the behavior develops and, and what might this involve in terms of a lifestyle? But many of these questions are, op- are open-ended, um, which is what he told uh, the Healthline website. He also adds that a number of studies show people who practice BDSM uh, actually have a higher level of socioeconomic functioning compared to other control groups. So... Um, Essentially, when it comes to fetishes, it's really difficult to pinpoint a direct cause because for some people, you know, personality could be a factor. Like, um, you often uh, see uh, in, in various types of uh, fetish roles or whatever. Uh, sometimes it's physical because that person is quicker to become aroused. Um, sometimes it's a comfort thing to sort of quell sensory issues even. Um, and according to um, another doctor, Jessica O'Reilly, who's been a sex counselor for the past 18 years, um, says that it's a connection between the mind and body. And that as we learn to associate a particular thing with arousal, we ultimately develop our fetishes through that experience.
1: I agree with her. And, yeah. I, and I would say that you can do that at any age. Like you can start associating arousal with anything um, at any age. Like as you as you develop sexually and that's what I was talking about before where yeah. like, you know, maybe you didn't always have um maybe maybe you didn't always have a thing for I don't know, men with white beards, but now you do. And like you, it, it just <laughs> sort of like becomes a thing. And it, and it you know, with um as we sort of like grow and develop Intersexuality our sexuality and have different partners and have different experiences, even maybe with the same partner, different elements start getting introduced. And then we start associating arousal with those sorts of things. And then it kind of like shapes, um, I guess, our our sexual path going forward Mm -hmm. you know we start to like she's saying we start to associate arousal with that sort of thing and we follow that path and then it kind of develops into maybe some totally different fetish that we never knew that we had um just because like different things are always happening as we change and evolve and that's really cool
0: yeah it's it's a it's all about uh it's all about growth yeah (laughs) yeah and learning so
1: so we thought that um, it might be fun to take a look at some Christmas-themed fetishes.
0: Ooh, a Christmas-themed fetish episode. Now I know what you were getting at about the white beard fetish.
1: hmm Uh-huh, white
0: beard fetish.
1: And first up is... Santa fetish.
0: Ooh, I knew it. So clinically
1: okay. <laughs> referred to as Santaphilia.
0: Santaphilia. Santa wonder-
1: baby, oh indeed.
0: <laughs> Santa baby, won't you bring that dick to me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, don't let uh, me. <laughs> no,
1: there's this um there's this picture of this guy. He's like an older guy, um, he's like super slim and fit and he's it's like something about um Like, Santa um, – there's a a couple different iterations of it. It's a meme that's going around. Um, You can probably find it if you search. I think um, folks have posted it in our group before this – during the month. But basically, it's, like, a skinny version of Santa, which I don't know why he can't be hot when he's a little bit husky, girl. But um, it's, like, skinny Santa with, like, this long red coat, and it's, like, Santa after – um, his divorce with Mrs. Claus oh, or like yeah. Santa after like six months of intermittent fasting or like whatever. but it's um, yeah, so there's a lot of hot, hot Santa memes that are going around this. Oh, year. totally. I feel like there's more Hot Santa memes this year than there have been in the past.
0: Well, I think that's just because everyone's getting daddy issues now. So Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> They're <laughs> everyone... in vogue. But let me tell you, I've had him since 1998. What's
0: good? <laughs> OG. I think it stems a lot from daddy issues, though. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like the two are somehow connected. Are they? Um, I mean, I I would say that they are. I mean, if you think about it. So, all right. Well, like, let's
1: ex- let's explore it first. Let all right. Tell all right. What, okay. Let me tell you what it is. So all right,
0: you tell me, educate me, please. And Mrs. then Claus. and then we'll sound off.
1: <laughs> so Santafilia is a sexual fetish for all things Santa Claus. If you have this sexual fetish, you basically want your stocking stuffed by Saint Nick <laughs> until you scream ho ho ho. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. So. And it's a it's a real thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would hope that Wait. like if you, if you want your no, stocking stuff up. by Santa, like I mean, who wouldn't though?
1: Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> so there's all these like if we think about the holiday songs, like I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Yeah. And Santa Baby, and yeah. like the songs that are sort of in that vein, they sort of line up with Santaphilia. Not saying that those like writers of those songs had Santaphilia, but like, it kind of, like, sort of feeds into that. And it's one of those things where, um, like, I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. It was, like, this cheeky little song about how Mommy was actually kissing Daddy, who was dressed up as Santa Claus. But through the child's eyes, it's, like, this funny little situation. You know, I never
0: realized that. Really? I literally thought that she was cheating with Santa. <laughs> with Santa. I thought yeah. she was kissing Santa. I mean, as never a kid, I did. Yeah, I mean, and literally until, like, a few weeks ago.
1: <laughs> I was today years old.
0: <laughs> I was today years old when oh I found my that God. out.
1: No, but like it's one of those things where it could have been like a cheeky little thing and it probably was when it was written, but now it sort of like feeds into this Santophilia thing, um, which is kind of interesting because like it started as one thing and now has sort of like been shaped and evolved by this other movement. Um,
0: a movement.
1: Yeah. So uh, on. A Santa fetish is indeed a real thing, even if you don't want to think that the man who rides Rudolph could be riding something else. <laughs> kind of like you. Um, so on Reddit, this guy. So he's who- a bottom. on reddit this guy who was a former shopping mall santa said quote on average once per night someone would sit on my lap and whisper the filthiest x-rated description of what she was going to do with me or do to me when i came down her chimney katie how many times have i told you stay away from the mall (laughs) (laughs) Santa? (laughs)
0: <laughs> why did you harass that poor man it's, not,
1: it's the mall santa in- induction <laughs> ceremony
0: <laughs> she just it's, it's, it was her every time she just came back in a different disguise
1: <laughs> so uh meanwhile on FetLife, which is a popular social networking site for those who are part of the fetish community if you don't know um about 128 kinksters re- reported being into getting spanked by santa
0: oh okay I mean, is it like a naughty or nice thing? Like, it, I mean,
1: I think that. Plays do you think in. that they
0: like? Yeah, do you think that plays they that plays into it?
1: I think that plays into it. Um, so uh, another man who sounded off on this article uh, said, "quote uh, Santa Claus could be regarded as what we call a polar bear in the gay community." And uh, yes, it helps that. So this this man Keith, who is um, a self. Reported Santa-philia person. Okay. Um, santa I don't think that's the thing. Um, he said it helps that I'm generally attracted to older men, especially those who belong to the bear archetype.
0: Mmm, I can see that. So, like, yeah, I mean, definitely. So, I mean, the thing is about the gay community is that we have, like, fucking names for literally everything. You can be a polar bear, you can be a bear, you can be an otter. I mean, it's fucking... Crazy. It's, it's a much. whole animal kingdom it's out too
1: there. much it's too much it's it's so much to the point that like sometimes i don't even know what people are fucking talking about they're like <laughs> they're like it, oh, bears oh, cubs.
0: Yeah. yeah there's a whole thing
1: yeah Boxes. did you see did you see that honey badger over there and i'm like yeah girl i did i did see him <laughs> and i don't know what that means <laughs> but i'm like mm-hmm, i sure i sure the fuck did i mean i can see that though <laughs>
0: because a lot of the stereotypical like uh Imagery that you get when you're talking about like people, like big beefy older men. Like nine times out of ten, they are very like Santa-esque. Now that I think about it, like yeah. white beards, you know, kind of like gray hair, but then still like you know, you know, they got the whole like big arm thing. Like you just yeah, but they're big. So like, so
1: I would think that that would be different than a silver fox, right? Because a silver fox is a little no, bit yeah. more lean. Silver fox right? would
0: be lean. Older gray haired gentleman. Polar bear is like a bigger, you know, huskier, uh, more insulated form. Got it. With the gray hair, yes. Got
1: it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I do think, to get back to your point from earlier, I do think that um, probably a precursor, not necessarily saying that it always develops the same way in everybody, but um, in everybody that um, sort of has this attraction, this fetish. Um, it probably starts with an attraction to older men. Um, and then maybe progresses to, or maybe it's a seasonal thing. Maybe I was going to say, fetish. well,
0: a seasonal or, um, I can maybe even see it as sort of like, um, an invasive fetish, right? Cause he's like coming into your home and it's kind of like, oh, like a home invasion, like home invasion sort of thing? type that, thing. thing. Like, I could, I could see it going that way too, you know? Oh no, Santa coming down the chimney. Ooh, I don't, I don't know I know. <laughs> maybe I should not uh, be in porn. Um, yeah, so I. Or maybe I should. Y'all let me know.
1: <laughs> Jesus. No
0: nudity, though. We just. No nudity. Uh, no nudity. Gonna be though. in porn,
1: but no nudity. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. They're like, all right, take it's your like, shirt off, and you're like, um. N- no no Sp- i wasn't gonna sporn, sporn spoof porn sporn
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what we're gonna do oh no this is going well you okay.
0: know what new podcast
1: spoofing porn <laughs> yeah I, would, I mean, I would probably be down. Okay, well,
0: y'all sound out. Uh, sound off. <laughs> sound out, sound off if you wanted to. Uh, or email us at the Podcast at gmail.com because you know we've got to plug that email in at some point in this episode. Um, <laughs> it's like a running
1: gag now. <laughs> Yeah. So I don't think I don't think xenophilia is a thing for me. I thought about it. I was like, okay, I could kind of see so I could kind of see the sitting on his lap type thing. Yeah. I actually definitely. became deeply uncomfortable the older I got. Like when I was aging out of childhood towards adolescence, like I, I actually got deeply uncomfortable sitting on Santa's lap. Um because I think it it was just odd. I was like, why am I sitting on this man's lap? Um I don't think I
0: I don't think there's like one picture of me sitting on Santa's lap.
1: Oh, I used I used to go, um I I used to go as a kid, my parents would take me and but as I started like I would say probably I mean before I was like thirteen or so, like probably after ten, ten or eleven, I started getting like really weird about sitting on Santa's lap and I didn't want to do it anymore. And it was like it was it was like a weird thing. It was like a weird thing. Yeah. Um so so I could see that being kind of like I don't know. I could see that being a thing. I could see the naughty or nice list. I like the, the. Um, I could see the like control aspect being a thing, right? Like yeah, he's making yeah. a list and it's naughty or nice. And like, you know, well, what's going to happen if I'm naughty? Like I could <laughs> like that side of things yeah. a little, but like once we get into like a grandpa area, like I can't, I can't play ball anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, Cause I like a molder. But not that older you okay. know
0: yeah no shame but um
1: yeah you know. i mean no sh- no shade to anybody who is into it actually i mean we'd love to hear from you i think it's interesting but um but i'm not that one wasn't one that connected with me yeah How about i you? don't
0: um yeah i don't think that connects with me either i'm trying to see like as we go cuz i don't know what you're going to talk about um i'm just here reacting um being the 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 comedy if you will the talent <laughs> Um, but <laughs> I'm interested to see if there are any that I could say like, yeah, okay, I'm into that. I could,
1: I, that was probably, I could see you coming close to that one. Um, okay. We'll but, see. But I think, I think both you and I take a little bit more of a silver fox turn, like not quite so much. Cause, cause for me, like the Santa thing gets too close to like grandpa and like, we also have grandpa issues over here in this <laughs> podcast, um, and that's, like, just not a sexy place to be. Like, that is, like, a caring, nurturing, I'm a child, and I'm now broken for the rest of my life Yeah. thing. All right. So, well. um, anyway, but that's Santophilia. So next we have dendrophilia.
0: <laughs> All right, what is this?
1: What? Well, guess. It sounds
0: like you said dandrophilia, <laughs> and I'm, like, over here thinking about dandruff. Yeah, like Uh, snow, right? Like Like, snowflakes (laughs) in your (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? Just like, let me, oh yeah, let me get those flakes on me. Catch them in your mouth as they fall down.
1: I mean, I bet it's a thing. Again, no shade. Live your life. But um, (laughs) definitely ask permission first. I mean,
0: hey, whatever.
1: So dendrophilia is an abnormal attraction to trees that goes beyond botany.
0: Oh no! Oh no!
1: If you have this particular fetish, you may be sexually attracted to your Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> what? I've never in my life. You lied. Dendrophilia. Some people say that dendrophilia stems, so to speak.
0: Oh, good play of words. From
1: the phallic shape of trees.
0: Uh huh. Okay.
1: Particularly Christmas trees. I Even mean, think about that.
0: Continue. Yeah. I need to know more before I comment. Uh, uh,
1: so, um Dinder, I mean that's basically it. It's oh, kind of like it's, okay. it's I mean it's sort of like when we did our episode on objectophilia, it's sort of like that Which, except it's objectophilia that is specific to like trees.
0: We all know my take on that. Um You remember was kind of triggered a little bit with the with the objectophilia thing. Kind of weirds me out still.
1: Oh, yeah. But, yeah.
0: But um hmm. The part about it being a Christmas tree specifically is interesting because most people use artificial trees anyway, so I just don't I mean I don't like personally just do, do not like the feeling of Christmas trees. Like I don't like the t- the way they feel, especially fake ones. Mm-hmm. Um, it's god awful to me. It's like scratchy on your skin, and it like, it's just rough. And then like, I just don't like it.
1: Yeah. So I mean, it's it's not necessarily only Christmas trees. Dendrophilia just refers to sexual attraction to trees in general. Oh, okay. But it but the Christmas trees are like obviously part of that. And obviously, if you're somebody who has dendrophilia, um, then you you know, I mean, having a big giant tree in your house is probably going to be a little bit of a trigger for you. Maybe, maybe not. I think, um, you know, they had, I looked at a couple of different forums and some people said that it was, some people um, who sort of prescribed to that were um, into all different kinds of trees and it didn't really matter what kind of tree, just that it was a tree. And then some people had a very specific like type of tree that was their thing. Um, what do you do with the tree though? I mean, I guess you do a lot. Um, um, I don't understand. But I think the things that you were talking about, about it being scratchy and like all of that, like I think that that is part of the attraction mm, for people yeah. who are into dendrophilia. So in his blog, Mark Griffiths, who is a PhD at Nottingham Trent University in the oh, United Not- Kingdom. Oh, Nottingham. So yes, he's a, no very, oh, he's yes. a very posh British man. Posh, he's yes, nottingham, yes, Nottingham. Yes, um, um, <laughs> Nottingham. That was the worst British accent I think I've ever done. <laughs> oh,
0: God. We're so sorry to all of our British
1: folks. Oh, I can do so much better, but uh, I'll have to do. <laughs> so uh, Mark Griffiths says that some ancient cultures believed that trees were symbols of fertility. These people tra- practiced specific sexual rituals with trees, such as masturbation, even though the trees themselves weren't sexual objects. Other people take that connection a step further and initiate physical contact with the trees or foliage. <laughs> for some, the holes in a tree are highly appealing for penetration. Oh no! Others may simply rub against a tree for sexual arousal. Oh no! <laughs> For people who don't physically engage with the trees because a lot of uh th- there seem to be there seems to be like a divide in the dendrofilic community um to the degree that I have been able to penetrate it. <laughs> I'm so glad. Um there seems to be a divide between people who initiate physical contact with the trees and then people who just um appreciate being uh near the trees on Mm. a sexual level so like there's people who like go out to the woods to have sex or to masturbate or to whatever and like being in the woods is part of that okay and then there's people who are like actually like putting their dicks in these trees all right so
0: i can get with one of those and i'm gonna tell you can you guess which (laughs) one it is um all right, so, like, the going out in the woods, masturbating thing, being one with nature. Okay, cool. I can get with that. That's 100%. Fine. I saw like, a
1: movie once, and I don't think it was a porn, but I saw a movie once. Oh, yeah? this lady who was a druid, and she was, like, this scary druid. I don't know if it was a horror movie. It was really sexual, though. It was, like like, almost too much. But it was this druid woman who was, like, on this tree, and I think she was, like pretty sure she was masturbating against the tree but she was like communing with nature and it was like it was scary and terrifying to me but at the same time I was like I think well, if I tried hard enough I could be this
0: you know you see that sometimes <laughs> in horror so if you even go back to like the evil dead with the whole scene I mean yes it was a rape scene so not cool but yeah. like with the vines and stuff yeah. like kind of sort of coming up um, and you know that whole like sexual thing with the trees yeah. coming in and um, you know, so, I mean, we've seen it before. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, in horror. So, I mean, that, I get that. But, um, like, I just, I just don't see how it works sticking your dick in a tree, bruh. Like, that, y- you gonna fuck your shit up.
1: Be careful. Like, Check for snakes. I mean, Sometimes fucking, snakes what live are you gonna get
0: if you get a fire ant up in your damn it, right. in your pee
1: and spiders in there.
0: <laughs> what happens if a fire ant gets up in your pee pee?
1: Did you really say pee pee? Yeah. Oh my god. That's
0: what I'm saying. But like what what's going to happen? What if you get a termite? Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I mean maybe they're using gonna, you ain't going to
0: get wood again cuz he to eat your <laughs> shit from the inside. <laughs> fuck.
1: Maybe they they probably use condoms. I'm sure that they are condoms. I mean,
0: allowed. they're fucking trees. They're probably not. <laughs> maybe they drill a hole in the tree, put a fleshlight in there, and then fuck the tree? See,
1: there you go. I still feel
0: like that's degrading to the tree, though. Like, I mean, that tree can't give consent. It's a little weird for me. There's some boundaries here. It's
1: triggering your, your issues with objectophilia, the I think. The tree can't give I, it's, consent. It's triggering. Yeah. I, may,
0: I think it all comes... I don't know if I talked about this on the objectophilia episode, but it, to me, it just all comes down to consent. Like, that fucking tree did not give you consent.
1: But then like, again, I it realize, can't necessarily consent to anything.
0: I mean, yeah, but just because it can't say no doesn't mean that gives you the <laughs> oh opportunity to say yes. Right? And I'm right. <laughs> anyway, I that's cannot, my stance on this tree. That would be a that that's a that's a negative stamp for me. I am <laughs> not into the tree fucking.
1: I think that this one is the the. It's probably the one on my list that I can come closest to, um, getting on board with. I don't necessarily <laughs> need to physically assault a tree. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, I, I get it. I get like the woods sort of element i I get get. like the like earth like drawing power from the earth sort of thing like that's i just maybe need a human partner there to just kind of help me get things done you know or maybe not maybe it's just me and i'm flying solo but that's more like under control but
0: nature driven to me which I can yeah. kind of get with, you know what I mean? Like, like maybe you're out there, and then you know, if you're doing your thing, if you're by yourself or you're with someone, and you know, you can, you know, bury your feet in the earth, and then just. You remember like, that podcast totally do
1: that. Do you um listened to? Sorry to interrupt you, but um. I was
0: actually just thinking about that. So it was from yeah. Fangoria, the Narrow Caves, and it was an audio drama, and in it, the character and her boyfriend were having no, sex no, no, in no, no.
1: You have to tell them the way that this happened. So Kenny came in and he was like, "I'm listening to this amazing podcast." It's called the Narrow Caves. It's really cool, and you gotta you gotta listen to it. And uh, this this character made me think of you. And then <laughs> he plays me the following segment that he's about to describe. So that was the setup. That was how I was introduced to this. And then he plays for me this.
0: Well, so I don't think I can actually play the clip. That's No, probably no, no, you can't. Thing. You can't play the clip. <laughs> but, but but it starts out with this boy, this man and woman, um, and they're together and they're visiting um her father's house for the holidays and they go walking in the woods and you know they start to get it on it's raining um and she's got on her little her little yellow parka and then she just slips it off and then they start kissing she sucks him off first um and he comes um and then she like pulls down her skirt and then like sits on a tree branch in the fucking uh on the forest floor and like masturbates herself with this fucking tree branch and like jagged ass tree
1: branches and is bleeding and she is bleeding
0: all over the place while she is masturbating on this fucking tree stump like and it it you know and it and if I was that man I'd been like All right, girl
1: (laughs) Can you imagine how fucking terrifying Wow, what a mind game. Yeah. Like, what a, definitely you sacrificed a lot there. Like, your whole I just reproductive I mean, you had setup.
0: A, you had a dick there. Yeah. Like, dick or tree branch? Which one's the better
1: wood? I mean, maybe she had, maybe she was into dendrophilia. Maybe, maybe Probably. that was the deal. Maybe that was the deal. Yeah. But I'm just so glad that you thought of me. So, <laughs> thanks, honey. You're welcome. So, moving on. Next, we have actually a fairly well-known fetish called paraphilic infantilism. Mm. So, kids love Christmas. What better way to celebrate than by having a paraphilic infantilism fetish? If this is your fetish... You often enjoy role-playing as an infant, which can involve wearing diapers, drinking from a bottle, and hanging out in an adult-sized playpen. Basically, regressing to an infant-like state turns you on. So, imagine if you have paraphilic infantilism, the joy on your face when mommy tells you it's Christmas Eve.
0: Oh, my. I was waiting for the Christmas tie-in on that one, actually, because I'm like, what does this have to do with Christmas?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's you know, Christmas it's, is Christmas. Uh, what is that, like, super, like, cheesy saying that they put on pillows? Like, Christmas awakens the child in all of us or whatever. Something like that. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> or we're all a kid on Christmas morning or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, well, well, if you have paraphilic infantilism, if you're into that, then you are always <laughs> a child, I guess.
0: I mean, really. So, actually, when I was researching, um, this is one of the... When I mentioned, actually, that some people that have, like, sensory issues Mm -hmm. um, can tend to fall into this uh, particular fetish. Um, So, it was interesting that you bring it up. Because I think that um, it's... This is another one that's weird for me. Like, for me personally, no judgment. But... um, I I get the whole idea of, like, regression and, like, being taken, you know, uh, care of in a sense, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, being cared for, being nurtured, um, and I can see that being a form of escapism, right? For certain people to help them cope with whatever that they need, you know, help mm-hmm. with. Um, but if my partner comes out and he's wearing a diaper... <laughs> We're gonna have to at least talk.
1: (laughs) We're
0: gonna have to talk some things through because, like, yeah, like I've got my whole old age to wear a diaper, and hell, I may love them when I get eighty. You know, I may be fucking the diaper motherfucking king of the damn. (laughs) You know, I might just shit in a diaper (laughs) just to say I can for the first time. (laughs) Who knows? Shit, I ain't done this since (laughs) me as an old man. I ain't done this since I was fucking.
1: God, I hope (laughs) I'm dead by then.
0: I hope I don't have to see it. It is shit in my diaper just cuz I can. <laughs>
1: you probably would just to be an asshole. Yeah, so I I get the nurturing thing, I get the caretaking thing. And there there's some of that honestly um for me as a as a really 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 strong personality, I do like when a partner can um be super nurturing or take care of me. Things that I like that are along that line are um washing my hair. Um like Every now and then if somebody washes my hair for me, that is kind of like a thing for me because it's like that whole nurturing thing. Or um, like getting undressed, like having somebody undress you for bed and like put pajamas on you and then put you to bed. Um, I'm not really interested in wearing a diaper around anytime soon, but <laughs> um, but I could see how it, that is sort of like the, like the an extreme level of nurturing. Um, and how that could give comfort and gratification and um maybe some level of arousal. Um and it is that I think is probably a bigger um that that uh paraphilic infantilism has more um I guess followers than something like dendrophilia or santophilia. I mean. Um, it's a more well-developed sort of kink in the kink community. Um, and there's even an episode of My Strange Addiction, I think, that, I think it was My Strange Addiction, um, that actually followed a man who had, um that particular fetish and it was just showing like i mean he had custom built like all of this like furniture for himself he had custom built like a bed to look like a crib and he had like transformed his apartment i was like why are you not a carpenter by trade <laughs> he built himself his own high chair like it was all this stuff where it was like to to order the stuff it would be too expensive so he just built it himself and it was like yeah. the fuck like you need to be a car- carpenter like you need to be a builder um but he was just chilling yeah. in his house in his onesie well
0: from what I read though it's like with this one in particular like it's not necessarily always about like arousal you yeah. know what I mean like it can go either way like you can have people that do this because it gets them off or you can have people that do it as like a more like I said earlier kind of a little bit like more of a therapeutic type thing yeah Um. so like you know just because you're into wearing a diaper doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing it to get off on it right. from what I understand anyway
1: yeah yeah um that was what i read but i don't know maybe i'm just maybe that's just me bringing my personality to the forefront because i'm like <laughs> i bet you're getting off on it probably you, you know probably like are. you're probably getting off on it. i don't know it. but uh but yeah so everybody's a kid on christmas <laughs>
0: not me though uh, <laughs> nope Nope, not not me. me. Never was a kid, actually. Never was one. Um, Yeah, I'm going to have to put... um, No, I'm good on this one, too. I'll pass on that one.
1: Yeah, I I get the roots of it, I guess. I guess I can get with the the roots. Because as I was watching that episode, I encourage you guys to check out that episode of My Strange Addiction because it was really fascinating to watch because the man was trying to figure out... um, Like, he was in the stages of looking for a new mommy... And so he was, like, there are websites that you can go to to um, advertise for this. And he was trying to find a woman who was interested to be his new mommy. But what he, he wasn't looking for a sexual relationship per se. He was really legit just looking for, like, a mommy to be, like, sort of like a babysitter for him. Mm. And so he, um, like, interacted with a couple people. And it was just really interesting to watch because it's, like, I just don't, it's just so, it's so out there for me that it was interesting to learn about, I guess.
0: Well, I think I found a new stream of income for us. <laughs> no, I would, I, I would, not, can I, you can't.
1: I would literally, and I was, I was watching and I was like, I would literally be the worst. I would be the <laughs> fucking worst mommy that you have ever seen in your entire life. No. <laughs> not unless you want like a semi-abusive, <laughs> like to yell it <laughs> now domination you like,
0: you're, like, smoking a pack of Pall Malls.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yes, with curlers in and, like, a, a terry cloth green robe. He's, like, I
0: want you to be, like, like you as a mother. Fucking I jungle. want you to just be your authentic, you know, nurturing <laughs> self as a mother and as a woman. And then here you just come in with your fucking, like I said, pack of Pall Malls. You got one hanging out in your fucking mouth. You're lighting another one in your damn hand, curlers in your hair, and you've got a fucking... Five-day-old robe on. Um,
1: and it's got to be that green color. And pink yep, slippers. Yep, Pink, and pink fucking slippers, slippers from yep. the Kmart. Yep. 100%.
0: Fucking, you got that raspy voice.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's what you want in that's a what That's what you get. what you
0: got. <laughs> Fuck.
1: Oh, terrifying. Uh-huh. Terrifying.
0: So what do we have next on our list of uh, these wonderful things? Yeah. we're
1: checking our list so next up we have morphophilia
0: morphophilia hmm like anamorphs
1: no <laughs> oh no. damn so morphophilia more commonly known as dwarf fetish okay Who does Santa love most? It would be his little helpers, of course. And if you have morphophilia, then you might love your little helpers too. The proper term um, morphophilia refers to, quote, a sexual interest in another who has greatly varying body proportions to oneself, end quote. Um, There's also another definition that sort of takes it more in the direction of a an attraction to a particular body part okay on another person and you're specifically just really drawn to that body part that maybe is differently shaped or differently formed or what have you um but we're talking about the context of morphophilia uh as being attracted to someone who has varying vastly different proportions so
0: on either spectrum so you have someone who might be like really into like super tall people right Or you know what I mean, like yeah, or or vice versa. Which I mean, it can get the whole thing can get a little weird for me because it can get a little like exploitive, I guess. Um,
1: Yeah. So I mean, I think think it's it's, I think it's more on the side of the dwarf fetish though, like less about not to say that you can't have more feeling be attracted to super super tall people or super big people or what have you, Um, but I think it's more on the side of being attracted to little people, specifically by virtue of the fact that. They're little people.
0: Yeah, uh, that one's a little weird for me. Like I said, it can get a little exploitive, but um, because, you know, we're all about like, you know, I mean, just love the love the person. You know what I mean? Yeah. um,
1: So. But I mean, uh, that's not to say that, like, if that's something that you're into, like, that's fine. Like, that's. I think that's. Perfectly, I mean, just like I am. Well, I'm sort of attracted to everything, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like or big noses. You know, I love a big nose. I love a big, distinctive, like fucking, like I love Roman nose. I love like <laughs> the a big. Fuck like, is a Roman. You know nose? that, like it's where it's perfectly straight and it just comes straight out like a beak. Anyway, oh I have always loved distinctive noses. I don't, I don't think I've ever dated somebody who like had like a quote unquote normal again who decides nose. Right. And that's something that I've always been drawn to. And that doesn't necessarily mean that I pick people to date specifically because they have a certain type of nose, but I am attracted to distinctive noses. It's kind of like a plus. Yeah. It's kind of like a plus. So if, you know, if you're into morphophilia and you just really like that's your jam, then that's awesome. Like, but I get what you mean about. Well, because my thing is, is that like
0: that kind of tiptoes into a realm of that can get a little um, like fetishizing can get a, little a whole nasty. group of people. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we don't want to fetishize a group of people because that's wrong. Right. Because I think that that's kind of um, can. I mean, that takes away a person's individual humanity a little yeah. bit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I only like you because you're you know short in stature or i only like you because you're you know uh asian or like black like that yeah typically like that just like erases everything about a person Mm -hmm. which is uh it just doesn't sit well with me yeah i mean i think there's a line that there's a fine line there but like as long as we're like you know in it for like the good you know like the good vibes as you say the like, good vibes <laughs> the good
1: vibes um you know then well, i think then as whatever. long as you're still approaching people as people then True. you're okay yes. and yeah. you're not necessarily like approaching them as sex objects or something like that like yeah. like with anything else that we talk about honestly um approach santas as people too <laughs> don't just go <laughs> whispering dirty That's fair. shit to just them. don't go sitting up to a santa and like <laughs> hey hey yeah no, but I you don't mean, come see, down my chimney tonight. Yeah, he's like, the can button? you
0: get the fuck, Brenda? Brenda. <laughs> he's pointing to like the old fucking J.C. Penny lady who's like working part time <laughs> at the fucking Christmas uh, photo booth, and he's like, Brenda, Brenda,
1: flip the switch, hit the button, Brenda, <laughs> hit the red Panic. button, and
0: then all of a sudden his fucking reindeer come down, and he just hops <laughs> on a sleigh and then just flies right out of the
1: Devil Pete Mall. He was Mall. the real <laughs> Santa. <laughs>
0: And then that just uh increases your drive to find him. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, but I get what you're saying about the like I think there's definitely a fine line with this one in particular, much more so than, you know, some of the other fetishes that we talked about that are a little bit more lighthearted. I think this one <laughs> this one can be a little um This dicey. one can be a little dicey. Yeah. Um and I mean I kind of I get that too cuz it's like Peter Dinklage could get we it. fucking
0: love Peter Dinklage, 100%. man.
1: 100%. And I have been in love with him since the movie Penelope. So all of your Game of Thrones fans can get off my dick because I've been looking at Peter Dinklage since Penelope when he was in that movie, and he was phenomenal. And you. my mother also is a fan. I bet you have been looking at that Dinklage. 100%. <laughs> but I'm not necessarily, like, I'm not attracted to him because he is a little person. Like, I'm attracted to him because he is Peter fucking Dinklage. Like...
0: Yeah, I totally the get The same yeah, way that I'm attracted real, to, like, I don't know.
1: Like, who's another actor that I'm attracted to? Uh, Brendan Fraser. Ooh. Or Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Or, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not, he's Harrison not in Ford. a separate category. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. <laughs> Harrison Ford is in a separate category.
0: Yeah. Whew. That's a fetish in and of itself. Yeah, it's a whole thing. <laughs> I could
1: write a book on it. Honestly, <laughs> I could. Whew. um. But yeah, no, he's, it's not in a separate category. Like, it's just like my love of Peter Dinklage is the same as my love of anybody else. And, right. and so, so yeah, when I was researching that one, I got a little like, I got a little sort of skeezed out too. Cause it's like, oh, there's such a fine line between like seeing people as people and then like seeing them as like objects. And like, it's fine to like see trees that way, but like not people. You know? Yeah. So.
0: Wow. So this um, do we have any more on our list? I have or no? one
1: last one oh that God. I've saved for the you end. Saved
0: for? You saved the last stats for me, didn't you? <laughs>
1: I did. I did, and it's <laughs> and it's much less conflicting than Morphophilia. Okay. Sorry for throwing that curveball at you.
0: <laughs> it's like whoa. Let me. Let me fucking dip, duck, dodge, and dive this one.
1: So the last one is financial domination. Oh, okay. So you love the gift of giving. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah. In fact, you love it so much that you get off on giving presents and financial support to other people. Fuck yeah. Financial domination is basically spawned from the idea of making a Christmas list And then humiliating your secret Santa into giving you exactly what you want. Not only will you get that new bike you asked for, but also financial support, because showering some someone showering you with dough gets you off.
0: Does it get you off, or does it just get you what you want? I think, isn't it more for the person being humiliated? Yeah.
1: So it's it's there's there's different perspectives on it, right? So financial domination or fendom as it's more commonly known, is um, at its most basic a type of domination fetish where monetary transaction takes place. So you have financial dominatrixes, most of them are female, certainly not all, I'm sure, um, or fin doms, demand money from their male clients, mostly male, called pay pigs in exchange for time and attention. And this can be like, This can be really erotic or it can be really unironic, just like having a simple I am conversation or a text conversation or what have you. Um, and the pay pig pays up over and over and <laughs> over again. Why do I feel like that's just
0: fucking me and the fucking system? I'm just like the pay pig in the fucking economy, <laughs> and I'm just like working away, working the away. The pay pig and of the I'm economy, the fucking pay
1: pig, and I'm just like. Where's See, the you just it? gotta flip it and reverse it and get into it, and like get <laughs> off on it, flip it, reverse it, get into it, get off on like it, Missy and said, get on. Put that thing your down, life.
0: flip it and reverse it. Hundred percent. You're afraid to persuade yet. <laughs>
1: so these transactions these financial transactions can happen in person in person at a cash point meet where the <laughs> Fendom
0: that's getting shady a yeah, cash point yeah, meet no baby where the
1: and the pay pig meet each other at an agreed upon ATM or no, more baby. commonly it happens online
0: uh, no baby we're not meeting anywhere this is a cash app century this like, is cash app we've got cash, cash app, app we've got Venmo we've got fucking Facebook money shit the Facebook money app will rain dollar bills on that ass like I mean <laughs> we're not meeting nowhere.
1: So, camming websites like NightFlirt come with a built-in audience and exposure via a ranking system, and they also allow PayPegs to send um, tributes, quote unquote, or tips, which makes for a steady influx of money if you're one of the lucky findoms.
0: Now, be careful. We we reviewed that horror movie, Cam. Yes. yes <laughs> so, Cam. be careful um so i mean listen this is one of the one of those things where um i am like i mean whatever like whatever floats your boat like um but baby i ain't got the money (laughs) to give you nothing (laughs) shit girl is this this what our patreon is i mean (laughs) are we are we
1: if you're into it I Send mean, I guess email so, if you want to fend on tier, I guess.
0: I mean, listen. Um, so I guess this would be one of those instances where for me, I would have to be the one doing the dominate. you
1: have to be the one getting the money,
0: <laughs> getting that bread. Um, I mean, yeah, sure. I guess I could get into that, like, I could get in around to like. You know. I mean,
1: I think you would be into getting the money. Like, I don't necessarily know that you would be sexually into it. And, and the dominatrices are not, um, the financial dominatrices, from everything that I've read, they're not necessarily getting off sexually. They're facilitating uh, a situation um, where the pay peg gets off. So that is the person. So it's, it's, if we take, if we look at it like more traditional, um, you know, dom-sub relationship. You have a dominant, you have a submissive. Yeah. The pay pig would be the submissive, and the fin-dom would be the, um, the dominatrix of the situation. And yeah. in fact, the woman who has basically popularized this um, since 2016, because this is a relatively new thing, since 2016, Evgenia uh, Ivanutenko, who is a 28-year-old, um, living, who was born in Belarus and now lives in Canada, and she said that most men, and she she did say that most of her clients were men, and that most men who are into this basically the precursor is being into uh, being submissive. Like they have to sort yeah. of already understand those those roles of the dominant and the submissive in order to be able to sort of like access this whole financial domination
0: thing yeah um so and then also typically how this plays out uh in the gay world uh is that the the fin are usually like very um uh straight presenting and they're oh, very really? like, yeah so how it usually plays out from what i've just witnessed and seen uh in my years um is that it's usually like the fandom is usually like i said very like straight male presenting and typically he, there's like some humiliation going on and then like some name calling which like i personally like i don't get with like if you call me a fag like i'm i'm the, i'm about to fight like <laughs> yeah like i'm about to fight but i mean hey some people are into that some people like that sort of like that sort of talk, but, like, that's typically a lot of what you see Um from the the gay perspective of this is lots of, like, like foot worship financially, like, gets into this. Yeah, lots yeah. Lots of foot worship, really, because it's about, like, I think that just has, like, a...
1: It's a humiliation thing. Yeah. That's not necessarily yeah. a, a financial domination thing. But... That's, that's a bleed-in from, you know, traditional dominatrix. Right.
0: But it plays in a lot. Like nine times out of ten, like if you are seeing some of these like posts that these you know male fandoms are making, it's like it relates to that in some way. Um, But again, it's very like. You know, straight man like calling someone, you know, the F word. Da, 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 yeah, it just all seems like stuff. high school.
1: <laughs> that that element of it is too but, much like high school for me I to mean, be able to access. Right. Like I'm so, like, fuck that, I took my bully
0: in. For me, like I said, fighting words. What the fuck you call me? <laughs> like we about to fight. Um,
1: yeah, see the thing is like in my in my domination sort of things, like I need you to be firm. I need you to be a parent. I need you to be, I need you to be firm, but I need you to be respectful of me and not call me names, but just be firm with me. So, for- <laughs> and like, yeah. that's a really like fine line there. And, so often it just gets pushed real far off to, off into the deep end where I can't access it anymore.
0: Yeah, so for me, like, I can get into some of, like, the physical, like,
1: abuse. Parts
0: of it. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, why not? We're yeah, you can hit me here. all like, you want. I mean, yeah, you can hit me. But don't call me, me a name. Hit me, spit on me, but, like, the moment you fucking call me a fat piece of shit pig, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> what? What the fuck you call me? Like, I'm about to fucking throat punch you, bitch. Like, No. <laughs> Like, you fucking choke me, hit me, you know, do what you want, but don't fucking, uh uh-uh. But don't call me fat. <laughs> don't call me a don't fat. Don't call me asking. You call me you fucking pig. Uh, sorry, what? 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 What was that? I'm sorry. Nah. Don't play that. Not yeah. into that.
1: Yeah. But I just but thought that, that that was, like, a cute... That the financial domination thing was a cute thing to tie in with Christmas. Because, oh, totally. I mean, I, I'm feeling like a pay pig this holiday season. I mean,
0: shit, aren't we all? Finishing like, my
1: Christmas shopping, I'm feeling like a pay pig.
0: I mean, we are, though. Honestly, like, it... it I... D- and don't I didn't even, even get, get started off. on that. Don't, it, for real. <laughs> I'm just broke. Shit. What happens when you just broke and you ain't even got a damn orgasm to fucking, you know, <laughs> to fucking account for? Like, it just, it don't make no damn sense out here. <laughs> you know? Um, I mean, shit, fucking holiday seasons are rough, dude. And you know there's lots of sex going on in the holiday season because everyone's fucking cooped up inside. And, like, you know some shit's going down under that fucking Christmas tree.
1: That's true. That's why we have a bunch of babies born in um uh October. September, October. No, that's too far. July. July. July and August.
0: <laughs> oh wait, I was born in August.
1: There you go. Fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No. Um, so that was I mean, it's it's interesting, all of these different fetishes and talking about them and whatnot. Um and like <laughs> obviously by no means have we covered even scratch the surface really no. of everything that you can get into um because trust me
1: oh. there's a lot there's basically like everything that i you mean, can think, like blue tupperware containers i'm sure there's a fetish what? about that oh like i'm sure that that's I, the thing i
0: thought that okay never mind
1: you thought what
0: I thought that you had just called something blue. I thought blue Tupperware was like a name. Oh, or something. you thought it was
1: a new name in the in the LGBTQ. I'm Spanish
0: like, community? what? I'm like, blue no. Tupperware, what?
1: I don't but we should make the fuck that a is thing that? though. We should make that a thing in the next party we go to we'll be like, oh check out that blue Tupperware That's over a, there in the corner. Yeah. I um and we should see if people actually call us on it, or if they just, like, nod and just go along. Because, honestly, that's mostly what I do. I mean, honestly. People throw out a new term, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then pulls up Google, incognito mode. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that,
0: for me, and you already know this about me, like, if I had a it, like, I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to get into, like, everything, but... Um, like for me, and this is just a light scratch on the surface, but I love a good leg. Like, a leg can get me off. A leg can get me off and has gotten me off. (laughs) I just like a good, like there's something about just a nice, meaty calf. I like a, a masculine leg. With, like... I just... There's something about it. I don't know. I like to bite on the calf. Like, it's just...
1: You like legs like I like noses. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Like, it's it's
0: so weird because there's something... And I feel bad about it because, like, I can, like, look at a person and then think, you know, if they, you know, I'm like, okay, these... Like, this person's, like... Like, I find them really attractive. And then get down. And if, like the legs ain't right
1: that's why i got these thick ass legs for you girl that's it. why i got these thick ass calves it just can
0: ruin it for yeah. me and i'm like yeah. damn. damn and that's not to say anything because it you know i i'm married i have a husband it breaks my heart when he shaves his legs but <laughs> you know we're in it for the long haul folks <laughs> you know he can yeah. still choke me with them. that's fine yeah. <laughs> so i believe that was our episode folks that's
1: it. yeah that's all oh, i've got no. for you i don't have any more christmas fetishes in my in my sack for you this Ooh, year your sack. my sack is empty your sack is just drained (laughs) okay we have to go we have to fucking get out of here it's drained it's just empty all right you have emptied
0: your (laughs) presents all over the living room floor the presents have just hit my face and just like (laughs) oh no let me just
1: okay if you want more of this hot mess mess, If you want more of this hot mess, you can find us over on Instagram at The Haunted Heart Podcast, on Twitter at The Haunted Heart. You can search for us on Facebook at The Haunted Heart Podcast. Please like our Facebook page and also check out our closed group over there on Facebook. It's super fun. We share a lot of spooky memes with each other. Um, And just have a general good time. Um, Talk about your fetishes if you want. Sure. I don't give a shit. I
0: mean, listen, if you want, like, I was, you know, contemplating for this episode um, posting a little, like, ask us on our insta stories so like if you want to like if you're interested like i'll put up a little ask us on our insta stories and like you can anonymously like tell us what you into like how many people
1: do do you think you're gonna ask to see my my toes (laughs) i'll post them (laughs) i don't give a fuck (laughs) You should do an Ask Us. I we might it do sure. it.
0: I might do it. We're going to do an Ask Us on the fucking Insta stories. We haven't done one in forever. And you know what? That's what I'm going to do. When you hear this on Christmas, um, you go straight to our Insta stories. And for that day, I'm going to put up an Ask Us for us. And um, you going to drop your uh, drop your fetish there for us. And yeah. We, you know, Let
1: us know. Let us know. Let us know. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, and uh, like we mentioned at the top of the episode, if you want to, if you think we're doing a good job with the show, and you want to support us, uh, if you're a pay pig, (laughs) and you want to do that, (laughs) listen, um, be a couple
0: findoms for you. If you're a
1: highly respected member of society uh, who is, you know, mutually uh, supportive of the macabre and explorations into spooky things um either way check us out on patreon.com slash the haunted heart and um yeah get access to all that extra cool bonus content and get access to our patreon only discord server which is super fun where you can i am with us
0: Ooh, and even Ooh, chat with us directly America
1: online and even voice chat with us yeah yeah, yeah.
0: that's exciting it is. you should want to do that
1: and i think that's about it i mean i guess merry christmas everybody merry whatever happy yule
0: yeah um still
1: going on
0: yeah so we hope that you have uh all kinds of fun today and that you've enjoyed uh listening to us uh talk about fetishes santa's wood and santa's wood santa's wood yes. <laughs> but until next christmas just kidding until next week guys you know what you gotta do stay spooky